Welcome to the Amazing Moms Podcast, a podcast to motivate and encourage moms of special needs and medically complex children. This is episode number seven. Hi, my name is Crystal, and today I'm talking about what to do when you're feeling overwhelmed and lack motivation as a special needs parent. Um, I think that everyone, regardless of whether or not you're raising a special needs child or you're a caregiver, there are definitely times when you are just overwhelmed by everything that you have to do in life. But when you're a special needs parent, especially one with a child with medical complexities, I think those times happen even more frequently. Um, There are just so many extra things that we have to do between, you know, making meds, making sure meds are there, getting prescriptions filled, fighting with insurance, dealing with IEPs, therapies, coordinating doctor's appointments, you name it, and we're, we're trying to do it. And that's in addition to everything else that we need to do to keep our households running, whether it be work, if you work outside of the home, or even inside of the home, if you have other children to take care of. Um, It can be pretty daunting sometimes trying to just get up and start another day, especially when you know that you may have just crushed those pills and made those meds to go into the feeding tube, and you're going to have to do it all over again today and tomorrow and the next day. And for a, for for a really long time, and I know that we all feel the same way. We want to do this forever. We want to do it forever so that our children are here with us. We would much more rue the day when our child would not be with us and we no longer had to fill those needs. Um, so I think that already goes without saying because I think there's definitely some mom guilt, and I'm going to do a whole other podcast on that, about just the guilt that you feel over not wanting to do some of these tasks of just being like, oh, another day of making meds, another day of crushing pills, another day of changing filters on CPAPs. And you know what I'm talking about. Um, You know, the alternative is just unbearable to even think about. So we all want to keep continuing to do that. But at the same time, we do get tired and it can make you feel guilty and it can make you feel sad that you're overwhelmed. So here are just a couple of things that I do when I'm getting into those overwhelmed places or I'm just kind of lacking motivation. Um, These are just a few things that I try to do to help myself keep moving in the right direction. Um, I have noticed that a lot of these times come when I'm just more tired than usual. I know the importance of sleep. I've definitely listened to some really good podcasts. I really like um, Dr. Andrew Huberman. He does a lot of good research, science-based podcasts. And I've just listened to a few of his episodes about how important sleep is. And I so badly want to just send him a message and say, help us special needs moms because we don't get seven hours of sleep. And they say that the healthy minimum is seven hours of good uninterrupted sleep. And I know if you're like me, that rarely happens, if ever. Um, There are just, you know, too many factors. Maybe your child doesn't sleep. Maybe you have a feeding tube that constantly goes off. Maybe you can't sleep because you're worried that your child is going to get wrapped up in the feeding tube. Maybe you just worry about your child. Maybe your child wakes up because they've, you know, urinated through their diaper and through the pad and need to be changed. Or maybe your child wakes you up because they need to use the bathroom again. Uh, There are just so many factors, you know, and it doesn't matter that my child is 12 years old. If she wakes up and needs to go to the bathroom, 
I still have to take her. She cannot go by herself. So it doesn't matter if it's three o'clock in the morning and she's, she's so cute. She'll say, mom, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I got to go potty. And just hearing that little voice just makes me so happy. But at the same time, when you're in a deep sleep, it is really hard not to be frustrated. It's really hard not to be like, oh God, really? Really? Like, you know, we did everything we were supposed to. You went to the bathroom before we went, you know, before we went to sleep. We cut off the liquids, you know, a little bit before bed. But she gets a continuous feed at night. So, of course, sometimes she's going to have to go to the bathroom. And after it took us eight years to be potty trained, I'm certainly not going to say to this child, go in your diaper. Um, so, anyway, I... <laughs> Sorry, a little off topic. I'll have to do another podcast about sleep. Um, maybe I can reach out to Dr. Huberman and he can give us some some insight on that. But I do try to aim for at least seven hours of sleep. It's really difficult at least to get into the bed and get out of the bed with at least seven hours calculated. What happens in between those seven hours, you know, that, like, there's nothing I can do about that. Um because I know when I'm tired, I'm absolutely less motivated and I'm absolutely more overwhelmed and stressed by everything. I feel so much better just like anyone else when I wake up and I've had a really good night's sleep. I feel just it's much easier to tackle the day ahead. Um, and then, of course, you know, if you're kind of feeling down, um, our family had recently experienced a loss. And, you know, of course, we're all feeling highly emotional about this. Or just in general, the, you know, the terrible things that are going on in the world. Or maybe you just struggle with your own depression. And those things can make it hard to be motivated. Um, you know, you sometimes don't even want to get out of bed. Let alone take care of yourself and not even considering all the things you need to do for another human being if you're a caretaker. Um, you know, there's the thing that we never get a day off. I mean, sure, we can, you know, get some respite care or, you know, maybe you have a grandparent or, um, you know, maybe there's a sibling in your life who's willing to help take your child for a little while. But even for that, there's so much preparation, you know, making sure the meds are ready and all the emergency information is there and everything that even that can feel cumbersome sometimes. Sometimes you can feel like you don't even want to take a break because all the preparation you need to do to even take the break is overwhelming. And when you're already in that overwhelmed space, it's difficult to get out and it's difficult to say, okay, well, if I, you know, take care of the meds today and I get all this done and my sister can watch, you know, Autumn for a couple of hours, then I'm going to be good. I'm going to come back and feel refreshed. And then for me, sometimes that even makes it worse because I am a routine person, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later. Throwing me off of my routine is sometimes the reason that I'm not motivated or that I'm overwhelmed. Um, you know, we often hear other parents will comment, oh, I don't know how you do it. I couldn't do it when we all know that they could. We all know that we do what we have to do, that we are parents and parents always do what you have to do. Um, our circumstances may be different from theirs, but that doesn't mean that they couldn't do what we do. There were probably times where we thought that we couldn't do what we do, but you're always going to do what's best for your child. You're always going to take care of your child. Okay, so let's talk about a couple things that when I do get into this position, I try to do to make things a little bit easier. Um, I have tried to meditate. Um, it does not come easily to me. 
I do use the free app Fit On. They have some meditation things there. Um, they're very short. Some of them I try to get like a five minute one. But I like to meditate laying down, which I know you're probably not supposed to do that, but that is where I'm in my most comfortable state. And sometimes I fall asleep. So I do have to sometimes set an alarm because I have had a few times where the meditation has stopped and I've drifted off. Um, but it has helped me with breathing. I do try to remember when I'm really feeling overwhelmed or stressed to breathe. I always have had a, a saying with my children, including my oldest children, you know, I would say smell the flowers and we would take a really nice deep breath in through our nose and kind of hold it a little bit. And then I'd say blow out the candles and we would slowly exhale. And that really does calm my nervous system down. I can feel the difference, but it's only enough to calm me down for that short time before I'm like riled up again. Like, okay, what needs to be done? Where do I need to go? What else has to happen? Um, so breathing and meditation can help but they're probably not my go-tos for the most part. The second thing that I usually like to do is to make a list. I am definitely a list maker. Um, I have an app on my phone I use Todoist, but I don't use it actually for a to-do list. It's almost like my note-taking um, app where I will just put things in until I can get them to my Trello board. I really like Trello. I can have different boards for different family members or different projects. I use it for work. So I really like Trello and that helps me um, to do that. So basically the reason I need a list is not just to help prioritize, but I need that brain dump. A lot of times we'll be walking out of an appointment um, from the local children's hospital and, you know, they have just given me the discharge paperwork and they're like, yes, give us a call. You know, you're going to follow up in three months or six months. And by the time I get to the car, I'm not going to remember that. So I usually pull out my phone real quick and just put myself a little note like, hey, you're going to need that neurology appointment in April. And that way it makes it to my master to-do list. So when it's time to make that phone call, I can. So brain dumping actually does help me because sometimes I find that the reason I'm overwhelmed is there are too many things going on up there and I'm trying to remember them all. So that really helps to get it out of there. Um, the biggest one for me is routine. If I kind of can stick to my routine as much as possible, um, you know, it's something simple. For instance, when I finish my shower in the morning, that is usually when I go and change the feed bag on the feeding pump and clean out the night syringes or early morning syringes. And I do that every time. So that makes it a little more autopilot. I don't have to think about it as much. I can pretty much just be like, okay, that's what I'm doing next, um, which kind of goes back to my next point. And sometimes what I just need to do is just take the next step. There are times when I'm laying in bed and I know I need to get up. Um, I generally check my email when I wake up in the morning. I know you're not supposed to do that. They say don't sleep with your phone in your room. But that kind of helps me to wake up a little bit and it kind of gets my day started. I can respond to anything that needs to be taken care of right away. Most of the time it's spam that I'm getting rid of. Um, but again, it's part of that routine for me. So I'm waking up and I'm, you know, checking my email and then I'm taking my oldest son to school. My only son, actually, but I'm taking my son to school, um, you know, and then I come back and I know that after I get my shower, then I'm going to be taking care of the feeding pump and everything and anything else that needs to be done that always happens in the morning. So those mornings where I'm waking up and I'm laying in bed and I'm like, I can't do this today. 
you know, the meds have to be made and I still haven't called the neurologist yet. And that one medication, I'm still waiting on the insurance approval again. And oh, that other seizure medication is not in stock again. Uh, so we're on, you know, in danger of running out before the next shipment comes in. And I have to just stop, maybe take a couple of those breaths I just talked about and say, okay, I don't need to worry about any of those things right now. The only thing I need to worry about right now is getting out of this bed, brushing my teeth, and taking my son to school. Once I do that, that gets that whole routine kind of started. So once I've gotten up and I get him to school, then I come back. Um, If it's a day when I have a little bit of time, I try to do like 10 or 15 minutes of a workout. I really want to make that a priority, but honestly, that's the first thing to go on a busy morning. And then, you know, and then I'm getting my shower and all of these things are things that happen every day at about the same time. So I don't have to think about it. It's like once I got out of the bed, I know what I'm going to do next. And I'm not thinking about the 25 things that need to be done today. I'm literally only thinking about the next step, the next thing that I have to do. And then once I take that next step, I'm just ready for the next step and then the next step. And that really helps me to get less overwhelmed. I don't necessarily know if I'd say more motivated. Um, I think motivation is a, is a tough thing, but the important thing is I'm moving forward. So I may not be super excited or su- super happy about it. I might not feel like I'm conquering the world or that I'm setting the world on fire, but I am moving forward. And some days that's the best I've got. So hopefully some of these tips will help you for those next days when you're just like, I can't get out of bed or I just can't do this anymore. There are just too many things to do. So my three takeaways from today's episode, number one, routine, routine, routine. Whatever things you can make part of a routine that happen in a sequenced order so that you don't have to think about them, do it because it will take that space that is t- that it's taking up in your brain and it will free it up and you will feel less overwhelmed and it will give you direction so that when you're feeling like you can't go on you know that you don't have 25 things that have to be done this second you've got one the one usual thing that happens at this time every day so if you don't have a routine i suggest trying to start slowly maybe pick something that you want to do first every day Um, and then keep adding something to it until you get to where the routine is going to work for you. I'm not saying to schedule out every single second of your day because that in itself is overwhelming. I'm just saying have some go-to tasks that happen in in a logical order that happen every day so that you don't have to think about them. Um, number two, and I actually didn't talk about this, but if you can delegate something, you want to delegate it. For so long, I tried to do everything. I tried to like, I guess it was part of me feeling like this is how I was going to be a better mom or feeling like I needed to live up to that superhero mom that everybody talks about. Oh, she must be such a superhero taking care of this child and all that. And, you know, we know now that's not what it's about. Um, But I would not really ask my husband to do anything. I would just try to have everything ready. And he definitely did things. But there weren't things that he did that were routine. All the routine stuff I kind of took on. And it was almost like I felt like I was asking him a favor. Like, hey, would you mind making the syringes today? Um, You know, I got a really busy day. 
and it shouldn't be that way. He's completely capable of doing everything I'm completely capable of doing. And now we both have our things that we do each day. And sometimes I will, you know, make some of the meds that he usually makes. I will do that just out of kindness. Um, And, you know, we try not to say, oh, you did that for me today. No, because we didn't do any of that for either one of us. We do that for Autumn. I make meds for Autumn. He makes meds for Autumn. We do it because we're caring for our child. It's not a favor he's doing for me, and it's not a favor I'm doing for him. It is all about her. So if you can delegate something, I recommend delegating. If there's something you can kind of take off of your plate. Um, And then the third thing, which is super important, is just take the next step. So figure out what thing really needs to happen next and just take that step. Don't worry about the other things. Try not to think about everything you need to do from the time your eyes open until you finally get to climb back in that bed at night because that is just going to overwhelm you. Instead, think about the next thing that you need to do so that you can get it done. Okay, so I hope some of these things helped you today. Um, if you have any questions or if you want to share something that motivates you or something that helps you when you're feeling overwhelmed, please feel free to email me at the Amazing Moms Podcast at yahoo.com. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Have a great day.